Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends. Welcome to Multicultural TV Talk, a MediaVillage.com podcast where we bring you exclusive interviews with talent and creatives from across entertainment, discovering their stories and how they're changing the face of stardom across media. As always, I am your host, Juan Ayala. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get to talking. So today's guest is an actor you've seen in Orange is the New Black, The Long Road Home, and here to talk with us about the explosive first season of CBS series, FBI International. Please welcome Carter Redwood. Carter, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. So uh, firstly, congrats on, on this epic show. I mean, what Dick Wolf show isn't epic, but <laughs> FBI International, this globe trotting series, um, really, really uh, amazing to see how his shows have evolved. And like, what's it like for you entering this world? I mean, the man's, I think by next month, we'll have 10 shows on the air. So what's that like for you entering this sort of iconic Dick Wolf universe? Man, it's it's a huge opportunity, and and like you said, it, it's iconic. <laughs> it is definitely iconic. It's interesting because you know to 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 become a part of a franchise that's already successful and that's already sort of uh, found its legs, found its audience, and found its sort of fan base. To to step into something, you know, our, our show is the third iteration in the FBI franchise, mm -hmm. and uh, I I call it like in terms of like passing a baton off. You know, we're sort of the, the, the it's our turn to run our race and to get up, get off the ground. Right. And uh, the success of FBI and FBI Most Wanted has, has really set us up uh, in a way to sort of, you know, take the baton and run with it. You know, yeah. our first episode was a crossover episode with the other two shows mm -hmm. to sort of introduce us to the world and to the fans. And uh, it's just been really exciting to be a part of this franchise and uh, definitely a dream come true. I mean, Dick Wolf is i mean can we call it, he's tv royalty let's call him yeah, tv royalty really you know? so <laughs> it's definitely exciting man and you know there there was obviously you know a little bit of pressure i'll speak you know truthfully like there was a little bit of pressure coming into it because when the other two shows are already so successful we want to come in and make sure that we're living up to the hype and living up to yeah. sort of the standard that's been set and uh I think we've done that. You know, I think that the numbers are showing it. We've we've had great ratings so far this season. Um, the the engagement with the fans mm -hmm. has just been incredible. Um, people are really tuning in and really uh, commenting and expressing their love for the show on Twitter and Instagram and other social media platforms. And uh, all in all, it's just been a really fun time and, and a great experience. Uh, you know, not only is the writing. Um, sort of uh, exciting and high octane and action packed. You know, I'm, I'm really thankful um, for my castmates. Um, it's a really great group of individuals assembled here in Budapest to film the show. And uh, when, when you're working with good people and having fun while doing it, you know, I, I think it, in addition to the show and the writing and the directing and, you know, all the other facets and factors of the show coming together in a really, um clear and and sort of uh professional high budget you know production values through the roof in, in, in a certain kind of way it just makes for a good time so i'm excited and i'm happy to be here i know i'm not the you said the ratings are showing tuesday is fbi night you're gonna just watch three hours back to back and and yeah. see what else is in store there's no other way to to, to do it really um i want to go back to your to your early days so you're originally from pittsburgh uh, yes. And so how did you first get involved in acting and, and at what point did you decide you wanted to pursue it full on as a career? 
I first got involved with acting um, when I was about 10. I saw a play. My mom took me to see a play um, at a, a local theater um, in Pittsburgh. And, you know, I just remember being mesmerized by the performance and the story. The play was called Bopping with the Ancestors by a playwright called Rob Penny, the late Rob Penny. And uh, I just remember being mesmerized and I met the director and it was his theater company. And then I, I got involved with that company. And that, that was sort of in my formative years, that was sort of my way into performing. So I was performing in this company. I was I was working backstage doing crew. I was working on a lighting board. I was just, I wanted to learn everything I could about theater and acting. And then eventually, you know, I went to the perform up the performing arts high school in Pittsburgh. And then after that, I eventually ended up um, majoring in drama at Carnegie Mellon University um, to get a BFA in acting. So that I sort of that was sort of my trajectory early on. And you know, in terms of being uh, like they call it like bit by the theater bug, you know, what I mean, I got yeah. bit by the theater bug at a young age, and then I just kind of jumped in, and you know, I, I got into theater training and acting training. And then after that, I, I moved to New York to sort of, you know, live the dream, you know, yeah. as, as many would say. And uh, years and years of hard work and years of putting up shots and being told no and some shots going in and getting a bit role here and a recurring role here. And, you know, I, I sort of worked my way um, up the ladder and, uh, yeah, that in, in a in a in a nutshell, that's that's the journey. Yeah. <laughs> that's the the uh, abbreviated version. <laughs> but there's a lot of a lot of highs and a lot of lows, you know. And so, with that being said, for me to be where I am now, to be on a critically acclaimed show, a hit show, a Dick Wolf show, um, at that, you know, I, I feel really grateful, and I'm I'm extremely thankful to be here. Yeah, you've paid your dues. Just you know, looking at like your IMDb, seeing all your past experience and. And, and like you said, there are always those ups and downs. I've, you know, interviewed many actors who have, who have talked about it and, and yeah, you know, you paid your dues. So again, congrats on, on the show and on the role. Um, I wanted to go back about your, to, uh, to talk about your audition for the show. I know that since um, COVID broke out, everything has completely changed, including everything in, in the entertainment business um, from, you know, how pilot season looks, auditions, production, uh, and especially you guys, you're filming overseas. So what was your audition experience like for the series and, and with production, what's that been like for you? Uh, my audition for the series was actually, I mean, so you're right, so much has changed because of COVID. Um, you know, in, in, in days pre-COVID, it would be, you would go in for an initial read with the casting director and then they like you, then they would put you through to the uh, producers and you would meet mm -hmm. executives and then you would test and you might do chemistry sessions. It, it's like a whole thing. But since COVID, um, things have sort of transitioned into the world of, of audition tapes and Zoom. Mm -hmm. You know, Zoom was sort of <laughs> taken over um, during this time of COVID. So things have transitioned into to audition tapes and Zoom callbacks and, and sort of uh, meetings um, with, the, with the team. And for me, my process was I sent in an audition tape. <laughs> to sum it up, that's what it was. I mean, it, it, I, again, years of paying dues and, and going through extravagant audition processes yeah. where it was like, man, you're, you're literally being put through the ringer and it's weeks of waiting and months of waiting and mixing and matching with other actors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it, it was really comforting and also kind of nerve wracking in a way, in an odd way, that this was a tape. One tape, you know, sort of did 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 the thing, did the job, and um, but but what a what a blessing, you know, that things worked out the way they did. I mean, 
I, I guess that's a testament to sort of things aligning the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this is Dick Wolf, you know, he, he's, like you said, he'll have what 10 shows on air <laughs> this year. It's like, he, he knows how to make TV. He knows how to make good TV. So when you get the, when you get the, the thumbs up from him, you know, what more do you need? Um, yeah. So that, that was the process for me um, to join this show. And like I said, I'm extremely grateful to be here. Filming has been a lot of fun, man. We've been over here for seven, eight months now, mm-hmm. um, working on, on our, our, on season one. And uh, there's been a lot, out of uh it's been a lot of action for those who, who've been watching the show you already know you know every episode there's some sort of high octane uh sequence yeah. that um that's filled with stunts and all types of things but um it's been really fun and i think we have a lot more not, not i think i know we have a lot more in store this season so fans should definitely stay tuned um there's a lot more to come and as far as your character, you know, as the show continues, especially being in its first season, as everyone's continuing to flesh out, we learn their backstories and everything. What are you most looking forward to for audiences to see with Andre? There's some stuff coming up that I'm really excited for, <laughs> for audiences to see. I mean, there's there's some surprises in store in the next mm-hmm. couple episodes. I won't give too much away, but we get to see a different side of Reigns um, that we haven't seen yet. Um, he's been really trying to prove himself in the field. Um, you know, because he, he's, he's so smart, man. He's like literally a tech whiz and he, yeah. he's, he's so um, well-versed in, in, in many different areas. He's almost a know-it-all of sorts, um, but, uh, but he's been really trying to prove himself and to show that, you know, he's an asset to the team in more ways than just um, being the guy on the computer um, coming up with the facts and getting all the research done in, you know, a couple of seconds, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, but he, he's a brilliant, a brilliant guy. Um, I'm excited for fans to see a different side of him coming up in these next few episodes. And uh, there's a lot more action in store. We always wrap up with these couple of questions. So if you could go back and tell your 13 year old self that you'd made it this far where you are today, do you think that they would believe you? Yes. Yes, he would. He would believe me. Um, I think a part of what has allowed me to get here has been this sort of unwavering drive and persistence, even when it was really hard, even when my back was against the wall, even in my low point. It's this idea of it's not if, but when. So Mm -hmm. I think that sort of mindset um, has sort of comforted me (laughs) throughout the lows and throughout the hardships on this, you know, this, this journey to this point in my career. So yes, he would definitely believe me, but I think, I don't think he would, I don't think he, could have seen it being a Dick Wolf show or being something so um, of this magnitude, something so big. You know? Like I said, Dick Wolf is TV royalty. And for this to be, you know, my first series regular, um, it, it's again, I'm just extremely grateful to be here. And I'm excited for fans to, to see what, what we have in store. So stay tuned. There's a lot of action coming up. And uh, I think fans will be really surprised at seeing a different side of, of all of the characters moving forward. And if you could give that 13-year-old you any advice, what would you tell them? Mm, if I can give them any advice, I would tell them to be patient and, and to understand that, like, you, you can't control everything. You have to submit. I would mm. tell them to be patient, do the work, and allow, allow things to happen and unfold the way they're supposed to, as, a, as opposed to how you think they should be in any moment in time.
So Carter, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Um, if folks want to give you a follow on Instagram, where can they find you? On Instagram, you can find me at Carter Redwood, C-A-R-T-E-R-R-E-D-W-O-O-D, at Carter Redwood. Awesome. And you can all follow us at Media Village Com on Instagram. Head over to MediaVillage.com for all of our reviews, interviews, podcasts, and more. You can catch up on the first season of FBI International on Paramount Plus before it makes its return February 22nd. I'm Haniala, and you're listening to Multicultural TV Talk.